Shane. Welcome to my live podcast. Today I will be expounding on some beautiful scriptures that will encourage our hearts and let us know what God wants from us and how he has a heart for his people and how he cares. I will be coming from the Old Testament and the New Testament. I will be talking about God's plans. And God always has a plan for us, like he did when he first created the first man and the first woman. I will be coming from Jeremiah 29 and 11. God said that he knows the plans that he has for us. He has plans to give us and expect it in. His thoughts of us are for good and not evil. Just like in the beginning of Adam and Eve in the garden, God had a plan how he put Adam in the garden to have dominion over all the animals and the field. To be with him as his wife, to be his helpmeet. That was a plan. To have someone to be there, that was a plan. God said that it's not good for a man to be alone. So God made a plan to make someone to be by his side. God had a plan in the days of Egypt, the children of Israel, how they were there and how they had to face up to Pharaoh every day. But it all worked up because God allowed And Pharaoh, he allowed Pharaoh to harden his heart because God had a plan to bring the children of Israel and show Pharaoh who he is. God had a plan. So it seemed like the plan was Okay, why Pharaoh and all that? And why did they have to go through what they went through? 
it's because God had a plan. And just like King David and Saul, God had a plan with the prophet Samuel to raise him up. And then allow Saul to come into fruition so David could be king. So when Saul did not obey Samuel to kill all the Amalekites, then that was the open pathway to lead to David's house. Hallelujah. So God had a plan. So don't ever think for a minute in your life that God does not have a master plan because he said, I know the plans I have for you. God has a plan. Plan one and plan two. You always come through. He will always figure it out for you. And work that way. So hold on. God has a plan for you. And when Jesus Christ came into fruition, God had another plan to save mankind, to send his son down for us that we may have a right to the tree of life. He had a plan. He said, no, I'm not giving up on mankind. I still have another plan. So he let Jesus die so that we may have a right to the tree of life one day and to be with him forever and evermore. He had a plan. I also would like to touch on another subject that is sensitive to God's heart. And it is Romans 12 and 19. Where God wants us to know that we have no need to fight in the battle. Because the battle belongs to the Lord. He said, vengeance is mine. Said the Lord. And I will repay every man according to his works. God says that we do not have to be afraid. Deuteronomy 3 and 22 he said he will fight our battles 
We don't have to be afraid. He said, I will fight for you. Do you know what that means to have a God that will put his dukes up for you and knock the devil right out of the atmosphere every time if you trust in him, if you believe in him, if you lean on him, if you rely on him, he will come through for you. And in, in, in Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, God executes his fury and he rebukes. He will rebuke the enemy for you. He will execute. You know what execute means? He will. Make it happen. You will make it happen. You know, you don't have to worry about what comes against you because God is there and He will certainly take care of the problem. Father God will take care of it. And things that God wants us to do too. To show him that Lord, I'm letting you fix it. I'm letting you fight for me. God is telling us, you don't need to fight in this battle. I will fight for you. Hold our peace. And the Lord God will fight for you. In 1 Thessalonians 5.15 God tells us that we need to be on our guards. We have to not render evil for evil unto any man. God does not want us to render evil to no one. He don't want us to do that. Because we will lose. In the end. If we do that. And God. Is not the type of God. That wants his children. To walk in that kind of fate. But he said. Let me fix it. Let me handle your situation or your troubles because I know how to make it go away. You might mess it and cause things to go down instead of going up. And we can't afford to continually go in a circle and let the devil keep us in a circle when God is trying to get us up there to the mountaintop. And by him fighting the battles, he will allow us to climb to that mountaintop. Because he will move all hindering things out of our way if we let him. 
So we got the whole lot of peace. And don't give man evil because he say, but eschew evil and do good. Matthew 26 and 52. Jesus said, put away the sword in thy place for all that take of the sword shall die by the sword. So if you are out there and you're killing people, hurting people, With guns and knives. Don't think that. That is not going to turn around. And smack you one. Because it's coming right back at you. Sometimes twofold. In what it was issued out. Or even. The pain. Is unbearable. Or you cannot deal with it. We can smack somebody also. With this deadly, poisonous, hot fire tongue. They can take somebody out in a minute. Kill their spirit. Kill their mind. And God said, if you do so, you're going to reap the harvest that you have put out there. So, Saints, don't do it. Don't do it. Stay away from that. Hurting people for no reason. You really don't have a cause of why you hurt somebody or said something. So you'll just go off at the mouth or just ready to pick up something and slander somebody. Gossip. Knock people down every minute, especially when it's not true. And they have assumptions and they don't understand anything. That's why it's good to ask questions when you do not understand because God doesn't want us to be assumers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And another subject I want to speak on is casting your cares. And we're going to be coming from 1 Peter 5 and 7. God is telling us to cast all your cares upon me. Comma. Why did he put a comma there? Because he's telling us this is what you got to do first. This is what you got to do first. I want you to realize this is something that you need to do to be free in your mind. You want to be free in your mind? It's time for you to give it to me. It's time for you to let it go. 
It's time to hear, for you to say, here, Lord, take it. I can't take it no more. I give it to you. You told me to give it to you, and that's what I'm doing. And then when I get up from here, I'm not going to drag it with me no more. I'm letting it go. He said, for, I care for you. Careth, E-T-H. Hmm. Makes you wonder. E-T-H. Never, never gonna stop. Continually. Non-stop. 24-7. Early in the morning. In the evening. In the noontime. In the midnight hour. That means I don't stop. I will not stop. But you have to cast it. You got to give it to me. So I can work it out for you. And leave it there. Don't pick it back up no more. Don't drag it on your leg. Don't hold it in your hand. And don't put it in your head. give you some examples like Daniel God was with Daniel Daniel was a praying man you know but Daniel went through the king King Darius and he was really angry with Daniel because Daniel did not want to follow how he believed. So he decided that he wanted to punish Daniel and get rid of him because he would not follow. So what did he do? He throw he said he was going to throw Daniel in the lion's den. Well, because God cared for Daniel. He didn't allow Daniel to be taken by these animals. But he sent the angel because he cared. He cared so much. That he shut the lion's mouths and they just laid there peaceful around Daniel as he continued in his prayer. They couldn't do nothing with Daniel because God was in the midst of those lions. And when God's in the midst, he's showing you he cares. When you feel his power, he's showing you he cares. When he touched your body, 
He's showing you he cares. When he comforts you in the midnight hours, he's showing you that he cares for you. In Deuteronomy 31, 7-8, God, he encourages because he truly cares. He's telling us what to do. He's saying, be strong and courageous. You got to be courageous and strong. The Lord cares. So he wants us to pull ourselves together and be bold and courageous. Doesn't want us to be afraid of anything because he cares for us. He's on our side. That's what he's saying. I am with you. Don't be afraid. I will fight for you. I'm there for you. I care. Continually for you. I never stop. Just like a chicken. It's her little chickens. And she pulls them together. And under her wing. That's the way God Father cares. He wants to pull us under his love and wing and hold us there and protect us from the shelter of storms of life. That's much he cares. Comfort us when we're going through. That's how much he cares. Sing a song of deliverance. That's how much he cares. Joshua 1 and 9. God was telling Joshua to be strong. And he let him know Wherever, 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 in the stove, in the car, on the street, at uncle house, at grandma house, even at your house, in your bathroom, wherever it is, wherever. Wherever you go. So that's letting us know. Father God cares. Cares. He said wherever. In other words. There's no other place on earth. That God is not there. You can. Put your. Last two dollars on it. There's nowhere on planet Earth. God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 
He is not there for you. That's something to rejoice about. Get excited. Want to stomp your feet and clap your hands. And raise your hand to God and say, Thank you, sweet Father, for being there for me. There's no one like you. You are mighty in battle. Hallelujah. No one like you. Who can stand against the hand of God? No man. A man can't even make a sun or a moon or a star to shine in the sky. But Father God can. That's why we can have confidence in him. Because he can do all of that. And much, much more abundant. Psalms 23. When David was talking about God restores his soul and allows him to lie down in green pastures. That's care. That's a God that cares. That's a shepherd that cares for you. He cares so much that he's going to lead you in green pastures. That means prosperity, give you prosperity, success, happiness. You in a green pasture, I'd rather be in a green pasture than a pasture that looks like tweeds and weeds and wheat. And I was eating and enjoying it. And it feels so good, so calming. Have you ever ate your best steak or your best flavored meal and you just sit down and join it with a nice cup of Kool-Aid or something? Just enjoying it. Well, that's how the green pastures is. We as little lambs are sitting in the pastures just God is feeding us His holy word and we're just enjoying it so good to the soul. Makes us smile and feel happy inside. Feel so glad that Father God has given us what we need. And he restores the soul. He brings it back from that dead state to a new state. He transforms us. By the renewing of our minds. Hallelujah. That's something to rejoice about. Because we got a God that cares. So, so much beyond what we can ever think. And that's someone that we can lean on. Definitely lean on. Isaiah 49 and 13. It says, shout for joy. Rejoice. For the Lord comforts his people. He has compassion. Hallelujah. On the afflicted. Do you know what compassion? God's compassion is so deep. 
is grace. He pity you. Hallelujah. He said, I will help you. I know you're afflicted. You're going through in your body, in your mind. You've been oppressed. Satan's trying to depress you. But I will move his hand and have compassion over you. I will bring you out no matter what. No matter what. I will make waters in the wilderness. The dry places. Jeremiah 1 and 8. God said he will rescue you. And Lamentation 3.20. He tells us to hope in him. And in Matthew 5 and 4. He shall be comforted. For your mourning. Said blessed. Are those who mourn. For they shall be comforted. That's care. So remember God cares for you. No matter what you're going through. All these examples. That he has put out there. Is to show you. That he really cares. And there's nobody in this world. That cares more than he does. So lean on him, trust in him, believe him, and most of all, hold on him. God bless you, and I hope that you got something from this podcast. I am Jane, and I will see you, the Lord's will, in the next podcast. So get ready for it. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Bye.